Hello, my name's Natalie and I'm recording this message because when I shared it on Sunday, it didn't record. So I've got the joy of recording it again as an audio podcast. On Sunday, we did do a little bit of interaction, so I'm going to just have to summarise some of that. But we began to look at what this time of year, what Christmas is about. What are we celebrating when we celebrate Christmas is it really about these stories we hear of the nativity, of something about some wise men and shepherds, a baby and a star and a few angels? Do we, are we really just celebrating a baby born 2,000 years ago? What is Christmas really all about? So the first thing we looked at was, what is a baby like? And some of the things we thought about was a baby is weak, they're vulnerable, dependent, adorable, smelly, noisy, small. And then we considered what is God like? God, omnipresent, merciful, mighty, gigantic creator, dependable, loving and compassionate God. And Christmas is about how this almighty, compassionate, loving, gigantic God put on flesh, was incarnated into a human being and arrived as a baby. That's what we're celebrating. That's what Christians celebrate at Christmas. That God came in human form as Jesus, born as a baby. And the book of John says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The limitless God became limited to human form. Isaiah foretold this over 700 years ago, as did many of the prophets. And Isaiah said, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us or God dwelling with us. So that is what Christmas is all about. It's about the incarnation of God, this dependable, merciful, omnipresent, gigantic, loving God becoming a weak, dependent, vulnerable, noisy baby just so that he could dwell with us, just so that he could be with us. He became an everyday human being. That is what the true nativity, what the true meaning of Christmas is all about. And we're going to read an account of this in Luke 2, verses 1 to 14. So Luke 2, 1 to 14 says, In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first reg registration when Quirinus was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold I give you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you this day is born in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly 
there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. So this is the account of that event of this almighty powerful God majestic God coming as a lowly tiny baby this is an account of it this is this is what happened this is the first Christmas and this is why Christians get excited at Christmas because it's the heavenly God the holy mighty God creator of all that we see and know coming and being subject really to his creation in an inconvenient chaotic lowly and humiliating manner really the king of heaven should be born into a palace right if he was going to be born onto earth but no he is born in an out of the way tiny corner of this bustling town because there's a lot of people coming and going and and he did that why why did god do that he did that so that he could identify with us as humans we he could experience our limitations understand something of our experiences our emotions our relationships Jesus had to grow and he had to learn. He didn't come as a fully functioning adult. He had to grow up and he had to learn to walk and to talk and to go through puberty. He had to do all of those things just like we did. And he did it to identify with us and to demonstrate you can still be human and you can still follow God. He's the best role model that we can have in life. If you're ever unsure of what you should or shouldn't do, then read the Bible and take a look at what Jesus did. He did these things so that he could demonstrate love to us through being born, through his life, through his words, through his actions and ultimately through his death, which is how we receive salvation. And that means the complete forgiveness of our sins or wrongs, anything we've ever done wrong is taken away all that guilt and shame so that we can be restored in relationship to God. That is why the Christmas story is so important and that is why Christians love Christmas because it's a reminder of the incredible love God has for us and that he demonstrated it in the birth of his own son in this tiny corner of Bethlehem in a muddled and confused time. That's how much God loves you. This incredible baby was a story of an incredible birth and significant birth. All of the Old Testament really points to it. There's so many prophecies about who the Saviour, who the Messiah would be. And it happened here. We read this account of it. At the beginning, we heard how Jesus was in the line of David and of the tribe of Judah, which was prophesied hundreds of years before Jesus was born. So his birth was foretold. There were angels present before, during and after his birth. There were wise men that travelled over countries, took miles, took days, weeks, maybe even months or years to get there. And there were shepherds witnessing this heavenly coast proclaiming that the Saviour had been born. So it's not an everyday birth. I don't know any other child that was born in these circumstances, do you? Many babies are eagerly awaited, but this one changed the course of history and has given us hope and has given us joy and has given us excitement and given us a true example of what God's love is like. So that's why we celebrate Christmas as Christians, because it's the reality of the incarnation of God putting on flesh to become Emmanuel, God with us, God dwelling with us, to demonstrate his love for us.
It's a story of God limiting himself as a limitless God into a limited human being, the weak and vulnerable baby Jesus, just so that he could live amongst us, just so that he could show us what life can really be about. That gives us cause to celebrate, does it not? So as you approach this season, as you listen to this message, why not think about how that impacts your life? What does it mean that God put on flesh and dwelt amongst us? What does it mean for you? Why should it change your life? Should it? As Christians, we believe it really does. And it gives us a great reason to celebrate this Christmas. So I want to finish there and just say Merry Christmas to you all.